Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today in security from Wired. The hacker gold rush that's poised to eclipse ransomware. As governments crack down on ransomware, cybercriminals may soon shift to business email compromise. Already the world's most profitable type of scam. By Lily Hay Newman. Ransomware attacks, including those of the massively disruptive and dangerous variety, have proved difficult to combat comprehensively. Hospitals, government agencies, schools, and even critical infrastructure companies continue to face debilitating attacks and large ransom demands from hackers. But as governments around the world and law enforcement in the United States have grown serious about cracking down on ransomware and have started to make some progress, Researchers are trying to stay a step ahead of attackers and anticipate where ransomware gangs may turn next if their main hustle becomes impractical. At the RSA Security Conference in San Francisco on Monday, longtime digital scams researcher Crane Hassold will present findings that warn it would be logical for ransomware actors to eventually convert their operations to business email compromise, or BEC, attacks as ransomware becomes less profitable or carries a higher risk for attackers. In the U.S., the Federal Bureau of Investigation has repeatedly found that total money stolen in BEC scams far exceeds that pilfered in ransomware attacks, though ransomware attacks can be more visible and cause more disruption than associated losses. In business email compromise, attackers infiltrate a legitimate corporate email account and use the access to send phony invoices or initiate contract payments that trick businesses into wiring money to criminals when they think they're just paying their bills. So much attention is being paid to ransomware and governments all over the world are taking action to disrupt it, so eventually the return on investment is going to be impacted, says Hasselt, who is Director of Threat Intelligence at Abnormal Security and a former digital behavior analyst for the FBI. And ransomware actors are not going to say, oh, hey, you got me, and go away. So it's possible that you would have this new threat where you have the more sophisticated actors behind ransomware campaigns moving over to the BEC space where all the money is being made. BEC attacks, many of which originate in West Africa and specifically Nigeria, are historically less technical and rely more on social engineering, the art of creating a compelling narrative that tricks victims into taking actions against their own interests. But Hassel points out that a lot of the malware used in ransomware attacks is built to be flexible, 
With a modular quality, so different types of scammers can assemble the combination of software tools they need for their specific hustle, and the technical ability to establish initial access or a digital foothold to then deploy other malware would be extremely useful for BEC, where gaining access to strategic email accounts is the first step in most campaigns. Ransomware actors would bring a much higher level of technical sophistication to this aspect of the scams. Hassold also points out that while the most notorious and aggressive ransomware gangs are typically small teams, BEC actors are usually organized into much looser and more decentralized collectives, making it more difficult for law enforcement to target a central organization or kingpin. Similar to Russia's unwillingness to cooperate on ransomware investigations, it has taken time for global law enforcement to develop working relationships with the Nigerian government to counter BEC. But even as Nigeria has put more emphasis on BEC enforcement, countering the sheer scale of the scam operations is still a challenge. You can't just cut off the head of the snake, Hasselt says. If you arrest a dozen or even a few hundred of these actors, you're still not making much of a dent. For ransomware actors, the most difficult aspect of transitioning to BEC scams would likely be the dramatic difference in collecting stolen money. Ransomware actors almost exclusively collect victim payments and cryptocurrency, while BEC actors primarily use networks of money mules in the markets where they launch their scams to launder fiat currency. Ransomware actors would need to plug into existing networks or invest in establishing their own in order to monetize BEC scams and have somewhere for the errant payments to go. Hassold points out, though, that as law enforcement becomes increasingly adept at tracing and freezing cryptocurrency payments, and as the value of cryptocurrencies continues to fluctuate wildly, ransomware actors may be motivated to learn new techniques and switch gears. Crucially, Hassold notes that while he and his colleagues have not seen evidence of active collaboration between Eastern European ransomware gangs and West African BEC actors, he does see evidence on criminal forums and in active engagement with attackers that ransomware actors are interested in BEC and have been learning about it. Whether this exploration is simply for <clears throat> professional enrichment remains to be seen. All of these types of attacks are very serious and the stakes are very high, so it got me thinking about what things will look like in the future when ransomware eventually gets disrupted, Hassold says. It's possible that these two threats on opposite sides of the cybercrime spectrum will converge in the future, and we need to be ready for that. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.